Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. We're going to buy a commercial property. How much are we buying it for? Okay, so our friend over here says we're going to buy a property for five million pounds. Okay, uh, and what kind of a, a property was it before? Office space. Okay, and we work out that the capital allowance value on this property here is a million pounds. Okay, in your in year one, let's say you make profit of a hundred thousand pounds. You can use this figure here to write off against the profit here. And without, again, getting too complicated, and just try and keep it as simple as possible so you understand the concept, is different types, you have different types of pools for capital allowance purposes. And depending on the pool that the expenditure goes in, helps us establish how much we can claim in capital allowances as a total. But for our example here today, we're gonna assume everything goes in the general pool where you can claim up to 18% every year. So if, if all this goes in the general pool, in year one, you can claim 180,000 pounds, yeah? Which then leaves you the net difference, okay, of 820 carried forward next year. Everybody with me? Yeah. So we start with a million, we claim 180 grand, we've got 820 left in year two, year two we claim 18% of 820, so on and so forth until you use up the whole figure. So we've got profit of 100 grand, are we gonna use up the entire 180, or are we gonna use up the 100 grand? Okay, so we use up the 100 grand, which means we have no profit left, which means this figure now becomes 900 grand because we only use up the 100 grand, yep. Yeah, everybody with me? So in year two, you get 18% of 900, uh, which means you've got less. So our friend over here said 100 grand. Why don't we use 180? Okay. Uh, it's a good answer, by the way. Sorry? Because you didn't make 180 profit. Okay, but if we use 180, now what we've done is we made an 80 grand, I'll put it in brackets, but we made an 80 grand taxable loss. Yeah? What that means, okay, you, you carry the loss forward to year two. So when you start off, you've got an 80 grand loss. Let's say you make another 100 grand profit. Okay, so now you've only got 20 grand profit and you use 18% of 900 grand, whatever figure that equates to, gives you another loss. So what you wanna do basically, to understand the concept, is try and use up as much of the capital allowances as you can to create a taxable loss. Because when the figure's bigger, the 18% is bigger, and if you don't use all of it, next year you get less to claim, which means it'll take you longer to claim the whole lot. So from a cash flow point of view, you're better off doing this, because in second year, if you make, let's say, 300 grand profit, that's not gonna cover this, as in the 18%. So having the 80 grand is gonna reduce your tax significantly. Everybody with me? Yeah. yeah. Then you've got something else called the annual investment allowance, uh, where you can claim up to a million pounds in one go, okay, of new expenditure, which is, e which is even better. But again, we don't need to go into that. The problem you've got is, like Bernadette said, 
you've got to be running a, a business where you can claim capital allowances, like service accommodation. So when you buy a property, uh, and Dan knows all about this, by the way, uh, and, you, and you want to claim capital allowances, Dan, what usually happens when you enter into a negotiation with uh, a vendor? They don't understand it, so they say no. Then you have to get someone like Shaz to write a nice email saying, no, you're wrong, please do etc. etc. That goes to them. A couple weeks later, it comes back says, no. And it delays your project by about five months. <laughs> That's what happens, yeah. And then, then you'll have a wonderful lawyer who, when you talk to them, they'll say, this is getting very complicated, so Shaz, do our job for us, yep. and talk to the other party's lawyer, and try and convince them. And uh, the kind of property that Dan usually ends up buying, on the other side, we've got Shoesmiths, or Eversheds, or DLA Piper. These are really big firms, by the way. And then there's, there's me here, talking to a really big firm, <laughs> convince them that we have a capital allowance scheme, which we managed by the way with Shoesmith. Yeah, thank you. So, but it's important at that stage, when you buy the property, and I'll come to you in a second, uh, that you make sure you talk about capital allowances. Because with respect to your conveyancer or your solicitor, they are not supposed to give you tax advice, and they're going to miss it off. So you've got something called commercial property standard inquiries, okay, which your solicitor carries out. At that stage, you've got to tell them, and I can't remember, I think it's question number 38 uh, on capital allowances, or somewhere around there, okay, the generally speaking, your solicitor or the other party solicitor will put down zero, NA, okay, or nil. You've got to make sure you say, this is not acceptable. So either we enter into a section 198, uh, election with them. Can you explain what that is? That basically is, is an election where, you, where the vendor says to you, we'll agree to a figure. So you say, okay, so, so you enter an election, no. they agree to a figure which you're going to carry over into your accounts. Why do they need to agree to the figure? Because if they don't agree to a figure, we don't know how much they've claimed, so we don't know how much we can claim. Yeah? So if the, I think somebody over here mentioned, as long as the capital allowances haven't been claimed. If they've got a commercial building, using our previous example here, Bernadette, and they had a million pounds worth of capital allowances, if they've claimed the whole lot, there's nothing for us to claim. We can't claim anything. So they've only completed this Friday, and then the exchange, and well, let's say we completed in five weeks. So, so you're about to exchange on Friday? They, no, they, they complete this Friday. They're doing a flip, basically. Okay. And then five weeks later, I, I buy it. Okay. So once they've done the flip, you've then got to say to them, I want to claim capital allowances. Because you can't do anything right now because you, you're not buying the property. Yeah. So they've got to do what they've got to do. Once they've bought it, but I've, are they doing an option agreement where they're going to assign the option to you? I don't think they have. Because I was thinking, oh, have they paid the stamp duty? I'm not sure. I don't know, I don't know if they have made it a sign for you. You want to find out? I'll come to you in a second as well. So if Bernadette, they've claimed the million pounds over here, that means all the fixtures, fittings in, in the building have been claimed for, there's nothing for you to claim. Yeah. Then when you carry out the refurb, and let's just say you, all six units are going to be service accommodation, when you carry out the refurb and you install new equipment, plant, machinery, you claim capital allowances on that element. 
but you're quite smart, like everybody else in the room here, because you're here, you want to have two bites of cherry. The first one is on the purchase, and the second one is on the refurb. Yeah? So you get two lots of capital allowances. So you, you might have a million on purchase, and you might have 500 grand on the refurb, so you've now got 1.5 million to go at, which means, okay, this figure gets bigger in the first few years. So, Maybe they, um, there's two questions here. So let's say they haven't claimed, they haven't asked the current vendor for a, sec for a section 198. Yeah. Does that mean they can't claim any capital allowances? Yes. So then really I should wait, okay, obviously, uh, wait until they complete, then ask them if they made... Yeah, we can't do anything now. Cause... If they made the purchase assignable to yes. me. Yep. And then ask them if they agreed a figure, but then... And the likely answer is they haven't, by the way. But then how do... That figure would have come from there. Let's say they have used a, a tax specialist or capital allowances specialist, and that figure might differ to my... Then you come and see me, and then I'll start that negotiation for you and get you to the answer. Because it, it, it's long-winded. But you can't do anything right now, and no. you can't advise them you've got to do this because they're going to complete on Friday. And even if you do advise them, they're not going to take your advice, generally speaking. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.